Yes, yes. Welcome to another episode of Views from the Box. I would ask how you're doing, Nana, but we're recording straight after the Arsenal game. Chat to me. I'm fuming, bro. I'm fuming, bro. Like the like the, the application of these players in the last two games here has been an absolute piss take. Like, forget about the the the, the unprofessional misses of chances here, but. Bam, like today, to today, West Ham game. Bam, even the Villa game, absolutely pissed off because people are talking about trans creation is a massive issue. But since Brentford away, correct me wrong, our trans creation has been, has been good. Apart from today, whereby today was absolute disgrace. And Liverpool as well. Liverpool, Liverpool is a big game, a tight game from Liverpool. I'm, I'm, I'm going to give you copious amounts of big chances, fam. It's, it's a game where, like, especially away from home. Yeah, it's a game that's decided by quality and players to sniff out chances here and there. But today was first time in a long time whereby I say chance creation was appalling. But now, yeah, Arsenal fans seem to start being honest about certain players in the team, bro. These guys ain't kids no more, fam. Martinelli, Saka, they got rewarded with big contracts last season, fam. Fair enough. Arsenal has to tweak some things with the system, yeah. But I'm not. It cannot. It cannot be to excuse your poor individual performances. I'm sorry. Arsenal fans they love throwing point things at Arteta, yeah. But I'm sorry, yeah. Some of these players, the application is poor, bro. Absolutely poor. Like even today, the amount of times you from from the off, you're following the game plan was obvious. As soon as you get the ball in the final third on the turn, they're gonna try to smash us. So as a, an attacker, yo, what, 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 what do you do in that position? Okay, I'm I'm tight. So what that passing needs to be sharp. Play around them. As we've seen more more, more times, when teams try to come tight to you, you just play around them. Yeah, it's, it's easy. You, you, it turns into a big chance especially if you're a team Instead, of Arsenal's quality but you played into Fulham's hands too often since from when Saka happened. scored you just played into their hands and it was easy for them to defend like even the duels like today duels fam duels we were just second balls like away from home yeah you earned the right to play fam today we couldn't even sustain pressure because one we're playing blind passes two players were, were playing out 50-50s or not Putting their own 50-50s. And thirdly today, tactically, one thing I said about tactically today, today was not a Havertz game. If, you, if you're going to play Havertz here, 4-4 four, four, fucking 2, fam. Forget him in build-up. We all know he's used to build-up. But we're going to the ball here, 4-4-2. Four, four, he needs to be a shadow striker making in those late third-man like, like, All this trying to make him... He's not mid fam. He's a second striker. I started the season, I said here, this house experiment, second striker. He's not a central mid And as I said, I said earlier the season here, it's not worth the wahala or the hindrance or the handicap they're trying to make him to a central midfielder. Play him as a second striker. And today was not, was not the game for him at all. If, if anything, he, he, should, he should have come off like 10 minutes earlier before he came off. Like today was a game for someone like ESR or I don't know, something different because let's let's something from midfield. We'll, we'll, we'll get on to players like ESR and the depth of your squad. But you said that we need to get onto some players. And I feel like now is the perfect time because you always used to say game week 19, halfway point is a good benchmark. We're now in game week 20. It's halfway through the season. I'm happy you mentioned Martinelli. I'm happy you mentioned Saka. And I'm happy you haven't mentioned Jesus, but Jesus we're going to bring into it as well. I feel like with Martinelli, tweeted it on our account, there was a lot of people using the system as an excuse for him. And I feel like if you're an attacking player in the top team, you don't need a system to excel. Yes, sometimes you might need a system to get the best out of you. But when 20 games in, 
you've only scored two goals and you're playing for a team that's going for the title. And as long as if Martinelli is a rotation player, he's a player that starts in week in, week out. That is concerning. Gabriel Jesus, last season, you said you wanted him to score 18 goals. Granted, he didn't, but you wanted him to be at least a 15 goal a season forward. For a team, for a striker or a forward that's playing for a top club, that should be very achievable. You've seen Jared Bowen, he's on 11 or 12. Watkins, Watkins is on 12. Son Hyun Min is on 12. Uh, let's let's happened? forget let's forget Son because he's world class. Watkins Jared is, Bowen and Watkins. Watkins is on 9. So Solanke is on 12. No, sorry, Solanke is on 12. But even Watkins, 9 at this stage. If Jesus was on 9 at this stage, that means he only needs 6 more to get to that 15 mark. But he's not even close to that. With Bukayo Saka... We said it earlier on this season that, yes, statistically-wise, he's doing well. But in terms of performance, he has not hit the heights of last season. What do you think is going wrong? Because for me now, this is concerning. It happened, there was a dip in form towards the end of Ateta's first full good season when you were going for top four. There was a dip in form towards the end of last season. And now there's a dip in form now. Once is okay. Twice, you're like, mm, that's concerning. Three seasons in a row, that is concerning. What is going wrong with your forwards? No, I absolutely have no idea. Like, they didn't look at themselves because Arsenal fans love pointing fingers at Arteta. And I'm thinking, these players need to take accountability for themselves, man. Because, granted, Martinelli's situation, the left side is a bit still. But, essentially, he's been asked to play like a traditional winger, bro. And they're here giving him excuses as to why he's not playing well. He's been asked to play like as a traditional winger. Forget the left side being still. Forget the lack of underlaps and overlaps for him to help him. Bro, Pires, for example, was a man getting underlaps and overlaps from uh, Ashley Cole from the, the, the only overlap he was getting for was from Ashley Cole. That's it. Was what was Vieira Gilberto pulling out wide to, to create underlaps from from my man? Nah, let's 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 nah. let's not even, even go that far back because I feel like football was different then. Let's even go recently. Riyad Mahrez, forget him at Man City, him at Leicester. As long as if Danny Simpson was doing mad overlaps and underlaps for him to create, as long as if Ingolo Kante or Danny Drinkwater were doing mad overlaps and underlaps for him to create, but he was still doing well, he was still performing at a high level. I feel like, yes, it will help you to do better, but it doesn't excuse you being substandard for the majority uh, of also, the season uh, so also, far. When um, Martin was skinning the Lons fullback at the Emirates, or when he was skinning the Sevilla fullback at the Emirates, uh, was that a what was the system holding him back then? Or was he just carrying out his duties very well? Taking on his fullback, getting into the box, making the right decisions. Was that was that was that the system holding him back then? Also, also fans love picking and choosing when to blame Arteta here for certain deficiencies, bro. The, this season, the only thing you can blame Arteta for here is him handicapping himself to have his experiment. That's where our problems start and begin in terms of fluidity. That's where I can blame Arteta. You handicapped yourself, now you need to fix it. But one thousand ones are doing it. That were overdoing things. Now, now I'm blaming Declan Rice for why we're not moving the ball quick enough. Hello, what do you buy Declan Rice for? Now you bought Declan Rice to break up play and win deals. But we'll we'll, we'll get onto the midfield because I feel like your left hand side, the left hand centre midfield side, is something that you haven't fixed. But do you think Martinelli can? Do you, firstly, do you think we might have overrated your forwards? So that's why they haven't hit the the heights or do you think we rated them well and they can get back to what we expect from them because Saka if, and Martinelli got double digits last season if I thought that we were rated them yeah I'd be asking them for uh, I'd be asking for uh, a, a better winger for them but I'm not the reason I'm pissed is because you know that they can do better 
Like, even look, look at the second the season, the position he's getting into and, and the tame shots he's taking. P. Rose of his left foot. Last season, yeah, in, those, in those spaces, yeah, he was getting the ball on his right foot yeah, and hitting the roof of the net near post. How many times has he done that this season, fam? But instead, yeah, P. Rollins with his left foot, bruv. Never did a bit. Like last season, he was get, get, get a ball into him. We see that cool average angle to take a shot here. This season, he's going on his left and taking a shit shot instead of just drilling it with his right foot. This and season, that's concerning thinking, because on you'd expect him to do better on his stronger foot as well. With yeah, stronger foot, yeah, but. Uh, but the, the tactical part is that Atata has told us he's I said himself, Atata's trained to say yeah, at that angle, yeah, going on your left foot is too obvious. If you drill it in, in the roof of the net, keeper has no chance because keeper's not expecting it. And he stopped doing that. Martinelli, he stopped doing basics. Is it is it system's fault that he's dribbling with his head down, running running into um the fullback, dribbling the ball out 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 play or playing a shit pass? Like it's not a system fault you can't do basics. Now if if Martinelli was doing the basics correct. Keeping the ball well, beating his man, getting into the box, getting putting chances on the plate, or just having good performances on, on his own accord. I'd be like, cool. With better support, maybe be getting more, more, more closer to goal. Yeah, he will start putting up numbers, but he's not even doing the basics right. So it makes me ask: Is it really a system, or he's just having a bad season? No, he's definitely having a bad season. Like, it's, it, 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 it's, it's that's an undisputed fact. He's having an awful season, Martinelli. Out of your front three, he's probably having to be fair. Him and Jesus can be tied, but Jesus did have injuries, so he's missed some games. But Jesus and Martinelli are not having the greatest. Horrendous, horrendous. Like, our attack is the only attackers had a patch of decent form, exactly. And that's concerning. And like, even, even trust is coming inconsistent. And in country, we know his limitations. So, I mean, he, he's basically third choice forward. I don't know. Havertz, we know what. Like, Perhaps yeah, either second shadow strike or playing for us, otherwise you won't get nothing out of him. Erdegaard, last couple of weeks, has really raised his game. But today he tried, but he couldn't get into the game. Um yeah, it's just, just it's all around shit show. And now yeah, our defenders now and I'm not making dumb mistakes and taking the piss, bro. What do you think needs to change for attack to give you a chance to at least challenge for the league in the second oh, half? Of the we're season. challenging for shit, bro. We're, 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 not, we're not gonna be perfect. No way. But I just seem shown that they can... The average points accumulated in second place season yeah, for champions since Pep won the first one in the league is 47 points. So that, that means you end on 87. Well, one, ga- one game is played, so you end on 85, 87. Yeah, and bear in mind, yeah. Even and, that's if, if, and that's if you're doing very, yeah. very well. And, and even if you end on 87, yeah, City will, 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 take, will, will nick it on, on goal difference, bro. So we're not winning the title, fam. Like, right now, forget what I tell you. Right now, we're playing for dignity, fam. If we get Jordan into a top four race here, fucking disgrace, bro. Absolute disgrace. Right now, get on a run here and pull away. And pull away, fam. You can't be joined to that rubbish, fam. Top four race at this stage of this project. That's especially, a... especially after what happened last season. And if I was you, I'd be quite concerned because your second half of the season last year wasn't the best. The start of this season, if people go back to our episode there's been plenty of games Arsenal have won but there's been few episodes where you've been truly happy with the performance so that's a nearly 38 game period where Arsenal have not performed to a standard that they set in the first 19 games of last season and that is concerning and Arsenal need to change that yes look listen last season you started off very well and ended it poorly it could be the it could be a switch this season but a lot needs to change because bro your forwards are 
it's concerning how poor they've been. You, you saw the graphic that Sky Sports used at the start of the game today. The top score in the league is only five goals, bro. That yeah. is that is six. not sustainable. Or six. Or well, Saka scored yeah. again. It's just nasty, man. Leave it to Dick. The, the type of cross the Saka was putting in for African brother. And Martinelli as well. I was like, who are you aiming to? Like, like Habits was, was on the pitch for how long? Yeah, you guys didn't attempt to hit across, but he's off the pitch now, and now he's showing urgency in the final 10 minutes. Like, one thing I want to drum people's heads here, I cannot, I totally cannot be taking the licks for these guys here every single time shit goes wrong, bro. At what point do we sit up and ask, these players need to grow the fuck up? Because every time I watch the Man City documentary, yeah, Pepper's not even taking the fucking pretty much um, team talk, bro. He's always one of the players, fam. Motivating themselves, like that's what we're up against. That, that that's how big teams are. You saw Rio Ferdinand, Gary Neville, Roy Keane have said it so many times. When United were successful, the dressing room ran himself, ran itself. Even Jurgen Klopp, he said, "What happens in the dressing room? He doesn't need to do it. The players control it itself." And if it comes to him, that means something is really bad with your players. Now it seems like they need to be spoon fed at all times, or your fans want your coach to spoon feed your players at all times. And for me, with where you're go- where you're going, or where you guys want to be, you can't have that mentality. Your the dressing room, the mentality in the dressing room needs to come for the from the players, and it's looking like the mentality is not there at the minute because. Remember, I said the little things. The NTB Saka was doing. Um, oh, you might try to have a score in the last minute when you then they'll have a dominant game. Gabriel, same thing. I was like, and it's crazy. It's it's crazy. It's crazy. You said that because you sent that to me in the week building up to the Liverpool game, and ever since then, it's just been downhill. Like, you don't want that. Yes, it's fun for a fan, but for a player, you, it's not fun for me. Like, we've seen the Premier League that Liverpool that really tiring to be doing that. It's way too tiring, bro. Last minute winners are nice here, but it should be once or twice, or even the final three weeks, whereby it's like you seem to get yeah, the fucking where, where everything is tight. Get yeah, just, you just, you just need to go the fucking line, but in the build up to the running, you don't want that because it's just stress for no reason. That these, that I actually don't know what to, I actually don't know what to say right now because let's, let's, let's get to the uh, Arteta point for you uh, as an outsider. Yeah, tactically, what do you think Arteta is doing wrong this season? What do you think Arteta is doing wrong? Because for me, yeah, I think it's a habit experiment that has handicapped himself with, with, that, with that signing. My honest opinion that now, yeah, we're, we're more rigid than before. For you, yeah, what, what do you think Arteta's been wrong tactically this season? I think, yeah, I think tactically this season with Kai Havertz coming in or not getting a similar profile to Granit Xhaka has really hindered Arsenal because Granit Xhaka in the build-up and also in the final third was very useful for Arsenal. Um, his link-up with Martinelli and Zinchenko really caused havoc. I, there were so many games where down the left-hand side, I knew that Arsenal were going to create a clear-cut chance. The right-back and the right-centre-half or the right-centre-mid for the other team were going to be in trouble. I feel like this season with Xhaka getting, leaving, he tried to compensate it at the start with Thomas Partey playing right back and coming in and doing the same thing from the right-hand side. But then Partey got injured and I feel like that hasn't helped Arsenal. I also feel like, and I understand it because it makes sense. Liverpool went through this transition as well. He's tried to make you guys a lot more solid. He wants you guys to control games. And I feel like going to, to that solidity has taken away from your attacking impetus. You guys are not as free-flowing or as threatening as you were last season. And look, that's fine. Like I said, Liverpool went through that. But I feel like the difference between us and you guys is we had Sadio Mane and Mohamed Salah, generational wingers, wingers who will get you 
15 plus goals who you give them one, two, three chances. They're going to score a goal or they're going to do something threatening or they're going to bail you out. I feel like now the impetus has been on the strikers and on the forwards and they're not bailing you out. And I'm happy you said earlier on that now your defenders are making mistakes. Look, people can get onto your defenders all they want, but the Bimbuna the triangle of Rice, Gabriel and Saliba this season have been so solid but there's only so long that you can be so solid for. Yeah. Um, you can have Nesta Maldini in that too. So if they're always going to be peppered, 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 and the forwards are going to mess up, eventually they're going to make mistakes. So I don't know. Arteta needs to, I don't know how he's going to do it, but he needs to find a way. But the Havertz experiment, it's not looking like it's working. It's not looking like it's working like, at even all. Like, uh, uh, like, also, fans will try to twist my buzz and say, oh, you agreed with it first. I said, is, the question is, even if, even if it works out, is it worth the hassle leading up to it working out. I said it straight. I said it's, it might not be worth the hassle from because this guy is, is a, basically a fucking re, a, a rehab project fan. And to get him back to what he was at Leverkusen year is gonna be fucking hard work and I'm a handicap person in the long run. And secondly, this season we haven't even been able to go back to basics as in like I remember the summer I said yeah cool even if this habit thing struggles struggles to you know work for a bit yeah Bare minimum, we can go back to last season system, yeah, and just start Partey, Rice, and and Odegaard. But where's Partey? <laughs> yeah, he 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 has he hasn't been able, he hasn't been able to use Partey, and I feel like that's one thing Arsenal. I don't know if they're gonna do it in January or in the summer, but that's one thing that Arsenal need. They need, like you said, they need somebody from the bench. If if Habit on the left hand side or Trossard on the left hand side isn't working, you can bring in a similar profile to Partey or Shaka and just go back to next last season system and go back to basics. But that's not happening because, like you said, you even said in our last episode your depth is getting injured and it's hampering your team and it needs to be fixed ASAP. Like, Arteta came in, started off ruthless and he needs to go back to that ruthlessness. Yeah, also, he's even a mad senior that Smith-Rowe, um, Vieira, haven't been able to stamp the authority in that left side, bro. Smith-Rowe start, started his first game against Sheffield United and we didn't see him for like two months, bro. So we can't even get a sample size. Vieira had some good cameos, but he's too easy to bully out the game, bro. So we can't even. Vieira's been the closest thing to get some sort of balance in that left left hand side, but he's too inconsistent. So it's just it's just a fucking annoying, bro. And Partey played five games all season. The 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 guy has missed. The guy didn't even get a Champions League appearance, bro. He missed the whole group stage. So so I also find it to think, bro. All, all and Dandy yeah, blaming Arteta, yeah, but have we even had the opportunity to go out to basics like, 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 like last season, bro? No, I was trying to get down to the Rice. Start of season. What the fuck did we say? We said. Most of the time, we'll be Declan Rice and Partey starting together. And when the games come thick and thin, we can always go back to Rice playing six and rotate Partey out. And Partey's been getting injured in training again and again. So Arsenal fans need to think. Think. You can you can have your 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 your, your grip with the left-hand side being stale. I mean, us not being as fluid because of the habits experiment. But I'm sorry, has the coach even had the opportunity to go back to basics? That, that's like he's, he's, he's refusing to play Partey for him. The guy's on the treatment table most of the time. Also, people are forgetting Zin- Zinchenko has also, has also been crap this season, bro. Absolutely no way, I was gonna, he, he was the last person I was going to get. Yeah, him. He's, he's been a mock. Him, yeah. It's, it's not even the, the one on the... We all know he's a he suspect defensively, but on the ball, bro, this season. At least bro. once a game or once every two games, he tried to sabotage you guys. Like, I don't know what's up with him. Like, <laughs> defensively, I mean, even if you start to see defensively, I was like, cool, there's, there's been a slight improvement in your one-on defending. But the last few weeks, yeah, it's just gone to shit. On the ball, disgraceful. 
not even bothering to close down his winger. Even the West Ham game, bruv, like, if you're going to clear that year, you, you shout my ball, but instead you, you get into Gabriel's way from this, this guy is actively getting into, 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 into the, in the way of his own teammates, bruv. Like, too many men are just, are just dropping the ball, man. It's pissing me off. What do you think needs to happen moving forward for you to salvage your season? Because the fact that you said being dragged into a top four race, for me, that's crazy. Because... And he took two games, you know? Yeah. Up until the Liverpool game, you guys won the title race. And if you would have asked most people before the Liverpool game, they would have said either Arsenal or City are winning the league. Now that you're saying dragged into a top four race, Spurs are one point behind you. City can go ahead of you. Liverpool can go five points clear of you. Yes, this is all hypotheticals, if, but, and maybes. We need to get points on the board first. But what needs to happen for you to salvage your season? Because Arsenal cannot get back into a top four race, dragged into a top four race. That would be a massive step back in your project. Um, first things first, yeah, I just need to sort that left, left, left hand side. Well, after I also, what I said to him is like, he needs to be more radical with his changes. That's what separates him from his, not even his peers, from, but that's what separates him from, from Klopp and, and Pep. They, they're not scared to make radical changes mid season. I think the radical changes, yeah, I already know, man, because players are awfully out of form as well, fam. So it's not like it's guaranteed it's going to bang, fam, because. I'm not even counting party as uh, to, to learn him from the car. He's going to Afcon here, undercooked from. He's not fit. He's gonna go Afcon. So he, he didn't, he didn't make the squad. He didn't make the squad. No, it was, it was fake. Oh, Ghana go, go, go haven't announced nothing yet. Oh, it was fake. Ah, oh, fair enough. You Ghana haven't announced nothing yet. So even party coming back here, you can't even say, "Oh, run, run the basis of last season here and just take it from there." So it's, it's gonna take something more radical. Either Vieira steps up, and actually becomes counted, actually be, be, be consistent, or secondly, yeah. I just moved second to, to that left hand side, bruv. Because we all know Saka can be an interior firm. We all saw his number eight shifts here, lockdown here, balling. You can put that guy anywhere here, he'll ball. And just but, would, but, wouldn't you, but wouldn't you say, yes, you're solving one problem, but you're creating another? Because we've really, just got really, really, really 10, 10 to 5 minutes to talk about your forwards, and Jesus and Martinelli have been sub, subpar. Yeah, but I think that Jesus is shitting, he's, 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 he's shooting bricks in the middle firm. Out wide? Will be at least useful for him. He can get involved in the game and he won't have to fight his centre back all game, bro. At least out wide, he can get the ball and have some more space. He won't be triple team because teams don't see him as a friend. So he have more space to do his magic. On the left side, he's also making excuses for Martinelli. Yeah, at least we'll have an underlap and overlap from Saka from Saka can run that left side by himself if need be. And up top here, just put Havertz him and just make, make use of him there for him. So you wouldn't, you, you wouldn't want to go into the market because it's January tomorrow. So you can Bram, you can get someone. Brentford, I said 100 more for Tony, bro. Ah, oh, okay, that's crazy. That's like, crazy. Like, for me, Tony, I'll only consider for 60 mil. Because at least, you know, Premier League quality. Age no, understandable. And he hasn't played football in how long? Yeah, so, so 100 more, yeah. That in as well. No, unless Brentford, I was saying football for, for, for Eddie, I'm not even exploring that, fam. One thing I don't like is Arsenal fans acting like Tony, some nobody, fam. Saying that, uh, we should wait for Osman in the summer. What was it say? Um, for the boy, he won't promise... The, all the riches of Chelsea uh, to get this to sign, but we're dealing with African man here, fam. Us fans seem to be guided, fam. Like, don't have to get us in the summer, fam. Let's, re- let's relax. So, for me, I'm not I'm not too bogged down on preference. I, I just need me a shoot up top, bruv. Because even Jesus' this season, yeah, teams are triple teaming Martinelli and Saka, yeah, knowing that Jesus ain't doing shit in the final third. Look at the Liverpool game. Konate stepped up position, yeah, to come lock down Martinelli for his new year. Nothing's happened in the middle, fam. Same with Van Dijk on the left hand side. Man stepped yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, he, he, he goes to Saka because he knows he's ain't doing shit. 
even this season, Jesus has been subpar in terms of winning duels in the front line. He's getting eaten up by defenders, bro. Even his link-up play this season hasn't been good or that great if we're if we're keeping it above. Yeah, 100%. Like, just, like, the players look at themselves for him. On the other side, he needs to fix the balance of the left-hand left side because it's not making the team lopsided and not as fluid. But the main thing is the players need to look at themselves because even the last four games whereby we're creating loads of chances. Wolves game, we won 2-1, yeah, but we missed all the big chances we created, which was four. Brighton, five big chances, we missed three. Villa away, four, four big chances, we missed four. West Ham lost even on Thursday. Five big chances. We missed all big chances, fam. So Arsenal need to start, start, need to be fair about that, bro, because going into Brentford game, we were 15th for big chances created. Now we're 10th for big chances created. 38. I think today, that probably got up to 39 because of the Saka. But wouldn't you... I, I hear you. That's all well and good. And I agree with you. But wouldn't you say that's still a bit concerning for a team that's going for the league, being that low and chances created, now, it's concerning. Is that, is that low because of how because of the the, the, the point after the new, Newcastle game so now it's just, just a correction so it will take time for us to climb the, the rankings again and that's what I was saying they need to look at the, the chances created the absolute Newcastle game whereby we're like yeah we're not creating enough then from Brentford we, we were creating bears up until today whereby there was a drop but today we had two big chances and Saka missed one of them which was the volley he just skied it even he just skied over to, the ball yeah he had time to bring it down yeah, and pick his spot so uh, for me, I was fancy to stop trying to point fingers here and point fingers at the actual guys who are meant to be different difference makers for Your Sackers, your Martinelli's, your Jesus's. Going back to the start of the season, yeah, Timber and Rice coming in, yeah, it's not going to win us a title for It's to keep us competitive because this league is fucking hard. It's up to the guys who are there already to raise the game again, yeah, so that the support of Timber and Rice and Cole, yeah, can now push us over the line for But the guys who are here already, yeah, they're the ones dropping the ball right now. Rice has done his bit. He's just having his first patch of poor form. It happens to everyone. Even Roger has a patch of bad form for him. That is where it is for him. Our defenders have held it down all season. People ask Francis to point fingers at the, at the right people instead of point fingers at, at the easy scapegoats. Uh, up until this point, the, the scapegoat is Odegaard. Odegaard is getting, is getting in Saka's way. Oh, he's he's, he's hogging Saka's space. Red Tete. Oh, Rice ain't, ain't playing enough line-breaking passes. Oh, it's his, his fault. Oh, it's, it's Harris's fault that my turn ain't playing well. That's how he's unbalanced. Cool, but what about individual performances? And that's what's doing my head in Barcelona fans. Love, love pointing fingers, saying it's his fault, it's his fault, it's his fault. Why not hold your, your favourites accountable, bro? You always are, always are making excuses for Saka. Oh, he's, he's carrying an injury, he's tired. Shut the fuck up. We fought tooth and nail here to get this guy to respect his surgery, but we still want to treat him like, 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 like someone known quite to you, like some wasteman, bro. He's a top player, fam. If he ain't performing, call him out. Same with Martinelli, same with Jesus, because when Odegaard was playing poorly, yeah, no they, one was like, they oh, got on to him ASAP. No, no, no one was like, oh, he, he's playing too high up. That's why he ain't influencing the game. You told him to fix up. He's fixed up. He's still making, he's still trying to get on to him. Getting on to Rice saying, oh, this, well, 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 getting to Rice talking about, oh, this is why Partey is better, right? Top part to get to get onto the pitch first. Because what we said, everyone said at the start of the season. We can always go back to basics if we have party available and go back to last season dynamics if need be, if we're struggling. And your and your favorite can't even stay fucking fit. So start making making excuses for your favorites here. Start calling them out for him. That's one thing these players here that piss me off they're always hiding behind the culture. I just takes the flat for these guys too much, bro. Too much. 
It's through my head in, bro. Every single time things go wrong, Arteta takes the flat for these guys, bro. And it's annoying. Because how would you guys fucking learn you? Because for me, it looks like the only person who learns mistakes is Arteta fam. Last season, the problem was, okay, we're, 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 we're too open in midfield, but then ran through. And you're leaky as well. Nah? And you're leaky as well, especially towards the end of the season. He tried to rectify. Okay, we need to go towards a more controlled game model. Um, what was it? Start, start season, everyone's like, oh, he's playing only got too high, drop him deeper. He dropped him deeper. The, it seems that this project, the only guy who actively tries to improve you is Arteta fam. How about these players, bro? How about these players? Before Arsenal fans strike him, Arteta, yeah? Who has actually actively tried to improve and learn from their mistakes out of the coach and the players? Now, definitely Arteta. But do, do, before before we move on, now with the second half of the season, because in the first half, you said you wanted close to 90 points and an FA Cup and a good Champions League run. What is your expectation now for the second half of the season? Do you, oh, do no, you no, think no. you guys can finish second? Or do oh, you think now, yeah. jeopardy? Because how much points Man City and Liverpool and us have dropped here, now yeah, the first 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 90 wins the title for him. So they can't even say 90, 90 points in the trophy now. For me, yeah. So that means you need 50 points to get 90 in the second I, I half. Forget, forget about that. I haven't got my title right now. For me, right now, yeah, is if you don't dare accumulate less than what we did last season, bro. Last season, we accumulated 84. They better not dare accumulate less than that. They dare not, bro. They dare not get less so, than 84 points. So you guys have to perform better in the second half of the season than you oh, did? Oh, 100%. Have to. Bam. Like if you're not going to win it, yeah, go down fighting, fam. Go down fighting. I was, when one of the fans want to call out on his name, yeah, Remember who the fuck gave up against Brent, against Brighton and Nottingham Forest? It wasn't the coach, I'll tell you that. i tell you that. When I tell you we're going to fight to the end here, who the fuck gave up? Was it him or the players? The players. When I tell you said this season, yeah, we need to be better, we need to be more ruthless here. Who's the one being prolific and um, being, being wasteful in front of goal? The players. If anything, I tell has, has high standards in these players, bro. I tell has high standards in the fucking fan base. But, but one thing I will say is, though, we're getting on to the players now. We've called out all the players. Arteta can't persist with them anymore. He needs to be ruthless. If these players continue to show what they've been showing this season, he needs to be ruthless. Because if and, next season... If, and, if, and, if the and, players... And the be, window, it's the only time we can, we can actually get what we want because no one's selling their top player in January. Well, no, of course, of course. But the thing is, if these players continue to perform crap, let's say they accumulate less points than they did last season and Arteta... And, there's not a massive turnover or you guys are not trying to actively change your squad, then fingers will be pointed yeah, at yeah. deservedly so because they've shown them, they've shown him what they, they can do. We we get onto Klopp when he's too loyal. Arteta can't be too loyal to these players because they haven't even shown anything to be loyal for. You haven't won a league, you haven't won a Champions League and that's the standards that he wants to bring Arsenal. I'm, I'm just, I'm so the that. thing is, I know like there's mistakes that these players have shown. They've let Arteta down but Arteta needs to learn from it if they continue to let them down. That's one thing I will say. Oh, yeah, I understand. I understand. For me, yeah, the, the, the summer window is so far away. Yeah. I'm, I'm trying my best not, not, not to talk about it. But if I'm going to talk about it just a bit, yeah, the players I need to make way are the guys who are just passengers. Um, Smith Rowe, Vieira, Nelson, Trossard, Eddie, um, Partey. Those guys have just moved on, bro, and replaced with players here yeah, who can actually play in any type of scenario and can stay fit bro that should be the aim bro that, that, that's the long term in Jan uh, I, I, I don't even know what we can do in Jan January is a hard window I'm not, like, I feel like except for a club like Liverpool who have glaring issues January is a hard window to, to actually improve your squad massively you saw what you guys did last January you got players that 
improved your bench, not improve your starting lineup because it's very hard to get the starting lineup. Because Brentford are awesome vulnerable in, in Jan. Nah, that's ridiculous. Yeah. What I've been yeah. telling you, ridiculous. Yeah. De Laurentiis is not letting go Osman in, in January because no chance. that release was active from the summer, maybe in Jan, Brentford. And then everybody else, you'd be taking a risk. People have been saying Dom Solanke, this is his first good season. Tell that. I've been hearing you're selling it in Geneva, fam. <laughs> I've been hearing Jokeres as well. That's a massive risk. So like none of those guys, the the, play, the the clubs, not letting them go in Gen. The best for anything is, cheap, for anything cheap, you'd be yeah. paying minimum 70, 80 if you if you went for any of those four players. Well, the first two you'd be paying hundred million for Jokeres and Solanke. You'd be paying 70, 80. Right, even Jokeres, yeah, small even like if if one, if one of them in Gen, you pay me he's loose board, which is hundred million. So forget about that one. So I also want to say tamper expectations, brother. Unless Brentford are open to a swap deal for Eddie. And then again, Arsenal can't win in any scenario because half the fan base don't rate Tony. They'll be like, oh, why are we getting Tony? Even even the possibility that Brentford is in a swap door, we can't win because one half of the fans will hate the, the club for going for Tony. The other half will be like, oh, why didn't we wait, wait till summer and get Osman? Like, so right now, I just can't win with the fans right now. So I, I, I don't envy the spot that they're in right now. The best we can do, probably an, an extra wide forward who can strike a ball. And maybe, maybe a midfielder, but one indirect Saka who can strike a ball. You're taking the piss. <laughs> no, no, I'm gonna lie. It shots to the whole front line, fam, because they're taking the piss, bro. Now this is the first time I've heard you get onto Saka properly. Before, before we move on, last question: second place. Are you is is that Arsenal or do you think that's in jeopardy? Oh yeah, fam. As I said, right now, if you're not careful, we're gonna be a top four race, bro. If not careful, but like we need to start. We need to go on a run quick. Five seven game winning streak. Like, forget about the title, fam. Like, we need to... We're playing for respect now, fam. Because, like, deep it. Against Liverpool, we finally gained the respect of Liverpool players, fam. Van Dijk came out and said, hey, Arsenal are good. Like, we had some respect going. We gained some respect going into that game and after the game. And, like, what, like, what do we look at Arsenal and African right? You might have pretenders, fam. Like, you came at Anfield, played a, played a good game. And now you... Fam, these people always disgrace themselves, fam. No, these, I, like, no, I honestly think you guys are pretenders. Like, I've lost... Me, personally, I've... I'm not an Arsenal fan, but I've lost all faith in your team. All faith. Yeah. All faith. I feel like yeah. this summer, everything needs to be ripped up. Like, a lot no, 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 of... Talking about the passengers need to be moved on and actually get guys who can actually challenge the starting lineup with them. Who can actually take 10 starts off of Martinelli. Or someone can actually yeah. take 10 starts off a of Saka from if need be. Because right now, you're like, these men are comfy, bro. Like, they, they, every day, oh, we're going to learn from mistakes. You ain't learning shit, bro. The only person from mistakes right here is the fucking coach, fam. Yeah, bro. I'm, I'm happy you said that. Find, like, before I round up, I think literally from the outside looking in, for, for me, four players minimum that need to come into your into your squad and challenge the, the starting players. You need a midfielder for the left hand side. You need two, and you need two forwards as well. And then potentially a third for Saka. No, no the two forwards, you get someone who can play both sides. Someone who can actually take minutes off both. So that, that's that's three at a minimum four at a push. I feel like that needs to happen because like in the, in the next expansion, here, that needs to happen, fam. Also clear out all the passengers, man. We've got too many wasters, man. Too many passengers in this squad because people have we have depth, but they're passengers, bro. They pick and choose when when they want to perform. They need a special environment to perform. Like, like too many pretenders, man. Too many pretenders, man. Like for me to round up here, also fans need to be guided from. Arteta ain't going nowhere, fam. He's the fucking project. He bought us here, yeah? He ain't going nowhere, fam. So shut the fuck up, Arteta out, bro. Before you can't mention other man, fam. The magic market, there's no veteran out there to take us to the title, fam. We need to grind it out, fam. Uh, Ancelotti, the man there, their generation has come and gone, bro. 
this team is nowhere, nowhere even near complete. You're talking about, oh, we need a veteran fan. Fuck that, man. Shut the fuck up. I tell you, oh, man. Every day, blame point wins the match, fam. Hold your favorite account, accountable, fam. The only person who actually learns is our Tottenham fan. These guys here yeah, talking about we learn from mistakes. Fucking pretenders, bro. Fucking that's, that's 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 a good round to to round up our Arsenal segment. Let's move on to the team that we both probably think are gonna win the league. And bro, I'm not gonna lie, it's very annoying that I have to say this. Before in our last episode, we said City are gonna go to the Club World Cup. Liverpool and Arsenal need to take advantage. We'll talk about Liverpool after City. Arsenal, we've already seen that haven't taken advantage. Liverpool haven't really taken advantage. And our City are in a position where they are on top of Arsenal, playing a game less. They are when if they win the game in hand, the two points behind Liverpool. Do you think this four Peters in the bag for them? And bear in mind they have De Bruyne and Haaland to come back and bro, 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 which is bro, scary. Bro, I doubt they even have to do a do a, do a massive to win it anyway, bro. Because I want people are paying attention to Pep's um Pep's um press conferences. So this guy's been subbing Liverpool and Arsenal like it's bro, league. bro. He's been bro. Did you, did you see what he said today? He said he said Liverpool are on top, so they're better than us. Bro, he's bro, Pep has never been this sarky. Like he's so comfy, it's unbelievable. Wait, I don't think about clutch. He's been taking shots at Arsenal and Liverpool for the past few weeks, and yeah. no one's talking, bro. Yeah, but not, I can't blame him if he's thinking. You might have dickheads, bro. If he's thinking. You, you, you probably thought this season, yeah, trouble hangover. It might be a long thing this season. If, if if even if we lose out, yeah, it's gonna be a good battle. It might go to the final weeks. Now he's probably thinking. We're up against a lot of dickheads, so this is too easy, bro. Like I'm sure Pep Pep thought, yeah, it's gonna be a slog this year, fam. Even even he probably thought, yeah, it's gonna be the first three horse race since 0708. It's gonna be a, it's gonna be a grind, but last couple of weeks I was like, I don't ca- I don't catch the the drift of a guy who's who, who's who's scared, fam. I don't even think the players are scared because when they played against Everton, what was it? They were the, they only won one game in six, in six in the Premier League, and they went one 0 down. And when you're watching the game. You're like City are gonna win this. I did not bro, see I, any fear in the players. Last that game, I was like, "There's no way City drop points, bro." And they I won that game. That and game. they won that game convincingly. All by yes, they, they had help from Pickford being an idiot, but they still won that game convincingly. And they could like, have scored he, more he, than three. Game, I tweeted when they went one down. I was like, "They're gonna win this game." Like, and then no Bernardo Grealish, boom, <laughs> two goals in five minutes. Like again, big players performing big moments. Um, none of this. Oh, the coach needs to do this for me. They just go out there and play. How many like deep it? Look at Man City here, yeah, compare it to their title rivals. How many times you see Pep on his touchline here, yeah, screaming instructions, yeah, tearing his hair out, jumping up in the fucking air, giving him a soft high blood pressure? How many times you see him doing that? Nah, hardly. He only does that when the cameras are panning on him on full time or half time. But the like for the players, it's literally automatic. Bro, deep it. You were talking about Partey being out for Liverpool. We're going to talk about the injuries. Bro, these guys have had Kevin De Bruyne injured for 19 game weeks. Erling Haaland has been injured for, what, four or five game weeks? Yeah, three, three, those, four, are two, those are two out of the top three best players in the world. Or, okay, let's say for argument's sake, two out of the top five best players in the world. Rodri has been suspended for, like, what, four games? And look at how comfortable they are. The players do not get faced. Bernardo Silva even said that for the past six and a half years, Yes, you have players like Haaland, they had Sterling, they had Kevin De Bruyne, but they know that they're still a good team. It's not a one-man team, it's a team, and that team always performs. When they go out, they know they're going out to win, and there's no excuses, there's no excuse culture from that team, and it's it's crazy how easy it is for them. I'm actually quite disappointed right. that it's this easy. You know why they're so good? They don't make any errors. Look at the list of errors up to goals here. They're not there. 
They don't make stupid errors, son. And if they do, it's not consistent. It's not like if they make one error, it'll be they'll make another blatant error two, three, four games later. And also, most of the time, yeah, if you're gonna score against City, you're, you're gonna work for that shit. Yeah. They, they don't look at the tape shame like, you know what? Fair enough. Fair enough. They don't make fucking errors. You see the player making make, make interviews talking about, oh, I'm much rather last minute winner. They wanna kill niggas, fam. When, when, when they talk about games, they say, we wanna kill people, fam. We wanna demoralize people. We wanna smack up people, fam. They ain't talking about, they ain't, they ain't talking about, oh, yeah, I'll, I'll be happy with a last minute winner, red tear tear. What the fuck? Do you think they know what a last minute winner means, bruv? Nah. <laughs> Damn, they're surgical with it. And and the thing is, if, if City do a last minute winner, it's a shock to us because they hardly do it. Which game was it? It was everything. It was the last season, two seasons ago. When, you remember when Foden scored off the rebound at Goodison Park? And we're thinking like, raw, like this is weird. Like City hardly do this. Bram, they saved the last one winners here for the fucking running. When it's about, it's just about getting over the line, bro. They do this because last five, eight games, it's not even about playing well, fam. Just get over the line. Points on the board. It's all about points um, on the that's board. When, that's when they saved the last one winners for. And City players are experienced enough to know that points on the board matters in that in those it, periods. It's not about experience. It's just the mentality, bro. Like this, the mentality. That's why they're, they're so good, and that's why they'll win it again because they don't play about. They don't play about. And that's why when, when they did one in six year, Arsenal and Liverpool should have pulled away from But we yeah. didn't. Because we're not good mm-hmm. enough for them. And even when they went off to, to Saudi Arabia, that was Arsenal and Liverpool's moment to actually gain points. The only point they should have dropped in that period was against each other. Apart from that, they should have won every single other every game. Every single fucking game. Like, like sorry, me glazing Man City fam. It's just the truth. Now it's we're just saying that we're just saying the truth. Look, listen, you have to give credit where credit is due. We'll talk about the treble winners. They've won five trophies in 2023. Like I said, they have two out of the top five players, even three if you count Rodri. We have to give them the due respect. Fam, they like... went one in they went one in six year, and we're still talking them as, as favorites, bro. What does that say about the competitors, bro? No, it, it... It says that the competitors are not serious. And like I said, look, listen, we already talked about how unserious you guys are. We're going to talk about us soon. But, bro, for them, it's 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 quite calm for them. And the thing that's getting me even worried now is, like, you get players like Oscar Bob will come in. Jack Grealish started the game yesterday. He didn't play well. You, you'd be thinking, oh, Rod Doku's not there. Who are they going to bring on? Oscar Bob comes in, a youngster, and he looks like he's been playing for City for 10 years. Like, he, he did not look unfazed at all. Because the, the guys that just run here, we will tell him these are the fucking levels. You better like this is Man City. Like for you to for you to play for the first team, you, you have to be there. You're not remember what I said about remember I said about Real Madrid a while back. It's like once you enter the Real Madrid dressing room, yeah, you can be the biggest punk ever, fam. You you become a man, bro, by force. And City and City are becoming that. Like I hate that, but fam, they're turning into that, fam. Inevitable. Like now, yeah, I'm thinking, right, like these men can easily just go do a back to back trouble, fam. Do we want City, fam? Because in England, yeah, who's really stopping them? Bro, it's tough. <laughs> really and truly, it's tough. Like, you know, that... Only only Roma did they have the tools to 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 do City fam. Properly, yeah. Properly. So look, if, if they get back to back trebles, that would be one of the greatest achievements I've seen. Because look, I don't care what anyone says about era of football or anything, no matter how easy or hard football is, doing trebles back to back is absolutely ridiculous. And if City do it. That's crazy. And for me, it's looking likely like they might, man, because it's too easy for them at the minute. They they don't have any players to worry yeah, about. So self-motivated. Half the job is done, bro. Like, when they don't need to be G'd up, 
Look at the start of the season with Walker. It was like, fuck all this coming back from behind you. Let's just win it in the first half of the season again, bro. Self-motivation. Self-motivation. And, and the thing that, like, apart from the DM position, the thing that I like that you can give a City, you're speaking about it with Arsenal, you need players to come in to challenge the first-team players. Bro, Julian Alvarez, this is his first season actually being a focal point in the team, actually being important in the team. Phil Foden, this is the first time in how long that he's been getting consistent start and he's been given responsibility. Bro, they have players who are stepping up, Jeremy Doku, before he got injured. This was his first season at Man City. So you have players who are young, hungry, that want to actually make a stamp for it. They've looked at Jack Grealish, they looked at Sane, they looked at Sterling, looked at Kevin De Bruyne, those players who have actually been important players have won things. Now it's their turn. They're not, they're not hiding. Haaland is injured. Bro, when was the last time you heard fans on Twitter, fans in real life, commentators, pundits, podcasts, other football podcasts talk about Haaland being injured? Bro, this is the best strike in the world. When was the last time you would talk about, oh, do City mean Miss Haaland? They did not speak about that once because they have players stepping up. Even recently, Kevin De Bruyne, you even asked, I remember, you're like, what do City need to do to mitigate Kevin De Bruyne being injured bro we're not even going to talk about that now because it seems like they've mitigated it Phil Foden finally is stepping up Brilliant wait, 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 no, no, yeah. Foden I'm sorry for, get, for getting on to you fam <laughs> I think one thing you, ha- you have over your rival is yeah you have, a, you have a stronger mentality fam yeah 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 like 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 most responsibility but you have the stronger mentality fam because because compare what City the mentality of City to the supposed rivals in North London fam this was meant for the season whereby who, no matter the handicap, no matter the issues, our mentality will speak for us every fucking game. Compare yeah. that, because for Liverpool, yeah, we know that the issue is quality, fam, because if, if you guys had a, had, a, had, a, had the converse here, you guys would be going gaspers back and forth with Man City. With, with Man City, yeah. Yeah, for Liverpool, you know that it's just quality. Two pieces here and there, you're back up. But compare that to the supposed pretender in the race here, the, the little horse, Fucking pretenders, bro. Like for like for every week from now on, yeah, I'm I'm gonna be subbing, fam. Like all my mentality, fam. Because Liverpool, when you lost a title by one point, your mentality spoke for you the following season. It wasn't even about quality, fam. No matter no matter the issues you had or the little weaknesses you had, you guys said, yeah, no matter what, we are gonna get it done. And you won the league in the first nineteen games, bro. So even if you see, uh, well, 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 I. Nothing they, nothing they, they, they could have done with it would have won in the league from you because you guys were that clear because your mentality spoke for you said never again lose, lose by a point hell no what am I lose a point we're going to get 100 points it was only after you guys won, won the league yeah you were like yeah that's, that's, that's where we started misbehaving yeah, you were like yeah won the league you, you, you turned to Emirates drunk you turned to Etihad drunk you were like yeah well wait bro but you won it you got the job done and got 99 points so it was admirable fam your mentality spoke for you so Man City yeah for Foden Hands up, bro. Nah, up. No, I have Hands to give Broden bro, massive like, credit. Like, massive credit, fam. You, you got the minerals, fam. You landed the fucking minerals. You got the mentality, fam. Last couple of games, yeah, you let your nuts hang, fam. Exactly. And, and not even the last couple of games, even when we were getting onto Foden, we would say, at least when he plays against Liverpool or when he gets, plays against Manchester United, which are City's two biggest games, Foden is going to step up. And for you to know that a player is going to step up, guarantee in a big game, that's how you know he has the minerals. And look, listen, He's finally stepping up. He's finally doing what we wanted him to do. 
fair play. Credit where credit is due, man. Okay, because... like, 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 also, you listeners here, yeah, don't, don't try to get at me, fam. I'm calling Spade a spade, bro. Like, he disgraced me, fam. Until he, he gets back on, on his thing, yeah, I'm back in nothing, fam. Like, they don't, like, Foden's landing the minerals, fam. Like, for me, I'm, I'm, I'm out of principle. I said, if we're going to put man on pedestals here, treat them as such. And that's what I'm doing, fam. I put Saka on the pedestal, and it's been like a bitch boy, fam. And that for that reason, you can hold it, fam. You can hold up all that slander. And also, you, you you're the main guy that I was saying. You need Foden to step up. You need him to sh- like back his quality. You need him to back what people have been saying about him. And he does it. And credit to you, you're giving him the credit. And credit to Phil Foden. He's he's stepping up. He's doing he's doing what people expect of his talent and more. So you, you, you feel like he's against that age. He's turning twenty four next year. Yeah, and that was the age KDB came in the Man City uh, and became the best player. It was also the age, it was around the age in 2005 when Gerard started becoming one of the best midfielders in the world. I think I read an article called that, um, I think it was Daniel Sturridge, even Luis Suarez, 24-25, that's around the age where players are not youngsters anymore, where they actually step up. They've had the young, they've had the 20, 21, 22, 23 to adapt to men's football, get that consistency, play all those games, have the pressure and stepping up. Fair play to Phil Foden, man. I can't, I can't. I can't say anymore, and it's it's jarring because with City we can't even say anything new because everything we've everything that is there to be said about City we, has already been said. And I was wishing that we'd come here and be like, "Oh, what does City need to do to catch Liverpool?" Yeah, that, yeah. We said yeah at Arsenal, but they don't. They're we on said, top yeah. of Arsenal at the minute. We we said about City, yeah. It's not about what issues they have. It's about how do you Arsenal Liverpool push pull away because you know City are, 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 are going to do their the, the, the bit, their bit, they have a history of locking in this time of the season and just win, 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 win. It was about what Arsenal and Liverpool are going to do to, you know, create a buffer and maintain that gap until the final weeks. So that from there, it's just about maintaining it. They haven't done that. For Liverpool, it's just about quality. For Arsenal, mentality, fam. For, sorry, I'm not going to, I'm not going to have this place to hide behind the coach again. What? No. Hell no. Players look at themselves. Mentality, fam. Mentality is the reason why Arsenal are now dragging to a top four race. Because these players here, for all the talk that they do here, they don't learn shit. How how like how are we to talk about the mistakes that they made two seasons ago, fam? And they still every time the going gets tough here, they drop back into bad habits. Yep, yep, yep. And it's uh, we'll, we'll get on to Liverpool right after this. I think the thing that probably annoys you and a lot of Arsenal fans the most is a lot of Arsenal fans don't like Gary Neville, rightfully so. He's been annoying. One thing that Gary Neville used to lambast Arsenal with is when the going gets tough, Arsenal becomes soft. And he used to be annoying as an Arsenal fan, being like, look, we're a changed team, different mentality, blah, blah, blah. But two seasons ago, proved them right. Last season proved them right. And this season, you're proving them right again. And you're just thinking, why are the players doing this? But look, we've spoken about right. Arsenal enough. Exactly. Like, that must piss you. They have a, a, hum- a humiliation fetish. I'm thinking that they're cocks, bro absolute cucks because no matter what the issues are in the team or what handicap there is or what issues are there tactically or your mentality to speak for you because it's not, it cannot all just be a tether fam sometimes the players to pull, pull out the things out of their ass bro your, your mentality speaks for you T- today yeah wasn't the best game but you grind it out and you move on ask the fans a solution but no you crumble play that shit they, they, they go home knowing you that the fans are going to get onto a tell them out, a tell fucking up, right? They, they're going to hide behind like, like, like behind the coach here, like, like the fucking cowards they are, fam. That, 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 that's, that's what I, I dislike. 
Bro, I have, I have two questions for you. Do you want to hear a mad stat about City that just proves their mentality and how great it is? They haven't lost. They didn't lose a home game in 2023. And the had is a fortress. Liverpool did the same thing when you guys were in your when your heyday. They lose at Anfield. And, and what, what and what did these pretenders do? Go go lose on West Ham too, you know. Bro, since Klopp has joined, since Klopp has joined the league, Liverpool have gone unbeaten at home. There's only been what I think there's three teams or four teams that went unbeaten at home for a whole season. One of them was Pochettino the last season at the old White Hart Lane, and three of them have been Liverpool Football Club. That is great. And then City did it for the whole of 2023. So that's for me, that's absolutely ridiculous because yeah. it's a fortress. It's like you know when you go to the Etihad. If you get a draw, it's a good result. You saw how I was after we got a draw at Etihad, despite not playing well. I was scared because we're one of the few teams I didn't lose there. Fergie always say, don't lose away to your rivals, fam, and just do them at your ground because you know how hard it is to go away from home. Like, why, why is that story? I said, yeah, this team needs to prove to me that they can emulate the levels Liverpool showed. Maybe Man City, fam, Liverpool showed because Liverpool are more mortal, as in, like, that's level that we can actually aspire to because. We're, we're, we're similar in terms of finances, similar in terms of how the clubs are. That's the level we try to emulate. We're still playing like a top four club, fam. The mentality is not good enough. It's not good enough, fam, because every time I hear, I, I hear the coach speak here, the players aren't embodying what the coach is speaking, fam. The running last season will fight to the end. These fuckers went and, went and throwing their towel against Brighton and, and Nottingham Forest. This season, bro, bro, bro. Look, listen, listen. I know you're annoyed, but we spent twenty minutes talking yeah, about it's, it's we, need, we need Liverpool, to talk man. about another club, bro. Yeah, Before we move on to Liverpool, is this the most amount of trophies an English team has won in a calendar year? Because I can't. When United won the treble, did they win five as well? Uh, when they won the treble, I don't know what I don't know what happened in the Super Cup. I'll be honest uh, with you. In, in uh, I don't know because. Uh, uh, so the one I trouble in '99, the one the league, so that that calendar year, um, back then yeah, English clubs didn't do one in the Club World Cup. True, that is true. I just I, 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 I can run the search right now. Yeah, run the search because bro, even even if United won five, this my Club World Cup since '92, since like the Premier League came into existence, this is probably the most amount of trophies an English team has won in a calendar year and. Bro, credit what that is, do you? The one in 1999 Club World Cup. Who, United? Yeah, yeah. And did they win the um Community Shield? 1999 Community Shield. Uh, they lost to Arsenal, so won four trophies. Bro, I can't lie. That's the City team, like, running out of superlatives for them. Like, they're going to go, when all is said and done, this city team will be one of the best teams we've seen in our lifetimes, if not the best. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It hurts me to say because um, if they get win the league this season, that's ten league titles, fam. That's three behind Arsenal, fam. And because of that Champions League, yeah, if, if, if they continue at this rate, yeah, Arsenal become fourth biggest and then they become third biggest, fam. So that's yeah. crazy. And bro, if they continue at this rate, it won't be long until they're the biggest team in England. People don't like to hear that. But it takes a lot shorter than people. Hey, it took Fergie twenty six years, bro. Pep, Pep is what almost 10, 10 years in. If he decides to sign a, a long term extension, says I'm gonna stay to end of the decade. <laughs> he's he's, he's going to knock Liverpool off second place if he continues at this rate, and then he will knock United off first place if he continues at this rate. And bro, it's it's sad, man. <laughs> it's actually sad because it's, even though 
It's looking like one of the Sharapova, man. And I don't like that. No, that's a really I like that. Pepe Pepe is the best ever, man. Like Fergie, Fergie was the best ever. Yeah, yeah, the biggest club in England. So it took something special to eclipse Fergie, and Pep is special. Yeah, if Pep really wants that Fergie mantle as best ever in the Premier League era, as in like Capole number one, numero uno, he will stay until the end of the decade at least. Yeah. Moving on to Liverpool, you said this, and I agreed with it. You said Liverpool need to get to January in touching distance of City to stand a chance of challenging for the league. We're going into January on top of City, all by we played a game more. What do Liverpool need to do? Do you think it's still standing a DM or do you think there's more? Because for me, I'm happy we are where we are. Don't get it twisted. We've done a lot better than I expected. But for me, there's just some underlying things that doesn't make me confident. Yeah, yeah same, same. Because, because you, also, you guys have a similar problem to us. You have a couple of passengers. Our, our whole front line are pass- passengers, apart from Mohamed Salah and Diogo Jota in the box. In the box, like that, yeah. that that's like a key thing. Diogo Jota outside the box is as useless as everyone else. Cody Gakpo, Darwin Nunes, Luis Diaz. I feel like they've been here. Okay, Gakpo has only been here a year, but I feel like a year is a long enough time frame to see if somebody's going to be quality. And all three players, Diaz has the biggest excuse out of all of them, but they've all let us down, and they've all they're showing that. They are not at a level to take us to win the league. But bro, look at what we just said about Manchester City. This Everybody is what we're competing with. We're not competing against babies. We're not competing against pretenders. We're competing against a team that could potentially win what? Is it six six Premier Leagues in the last seven or five five in the last six? Bro, six and seven if they win it. Six and seven if they win it. They're not showing that they're at that level. But from the outside looking in, what do you think are Liverpool's issues? Because we're ahead of City going into January and you don't think we're going to win the league and personally, I don't. Like, to, to even solve your problems long term, yeah, it's the same with Arsenal, six months. Everything needs to be solved in the summer because in January, the only thing you guys can probably still is probably a DM because all the top end DMs have, have, have moved anyway. So anyone who's attainable, yeah, you can do it in January. Albeit Alina will probably be our best bet. You saw how we played against you guys today. That's exactly what we need. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Palino will be a perfect three year, three, four year stopgap for us. You guys try and get an air in. Thiago, <laughs> this guy's coming back with half a hip. <laughs> He's basically. Bro, I don't know what happened to that guy's hip. It's actually sad. Yeah, like at first with muscle injuries, now his hip is gone. That's 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 collapsed. At this age, hip injury over for him. Like, he'll be lucky like, if, if it's turning radius here, don't, don't become like Jacker for him. So, for you guys, it's your it's your front line, and you have too many youngsters in midfield as well, man. Yeah, too many, too many young G's, man. Not enough experience. Like in midfield, your experience is Thiago and just Thiago, fam. Yeah, Thiago's our most experienced midfielder, and everybody yeah. else is young and learning, bro. And yeah. yes, it's good to have youth because you have them for a long period of time. But if you're going for a title, you need experience. Look, the only reason why we we are where we are is because of our four out of our five world class players. Allison, look at how old he is, and look how many seasons he's played at the high level. Van Dijk, the same. Salah, the same. Trent, the same. Trent is the youngest, but he started young. Yeah, so yeah, he has mileage, Trent. Like, he has mileage, and he's generational. Even on Trent, yeah, it's crazy. All because all because of, like your client was injured. Um, all your fullbacks were injured, so just like fuck it, drop him in. And he had an okay game that game. I remember correctly. Watch it, watch it together in your room. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
you're like, yeah, he actually had an okay game. Then from then, yeah, it's just he just made that right back spot his own and special, like fucking special, man. That's a said, mentality, man. He he's one kid here, yeah, like a couple of from can learn from him, fam. Year on year, raising the level from year on year. No, I'm give, I'm give a damn about what, what X players don't give a damn what Klopp is doing. I'm just gonna improve year on year, and Trent's improvement here yeah, since he made his debut, mentality wise. Let's just put aside his ability, mentality wise, fam. He's one of the big dogs in the local dressing room, fam. And he ain't no pretender, fam. When he talks, he backs his fucking chat. Bro, I'm happy you said that because we've hardly spoken about Trent or certain Liverpool players individually. We only talk about the team as a whole, but there's two players I really want to focus on, and Trent is one of them. And you say he backs his chat and his mentality. Bro, we're seeing this season, Reese James cannot stay fit. And when he stays fit, he's not playing that well. Kieran Trippier, he's just had a December of mistakes. Nobody's getting onto them. Fair enough. I, I don't want, for me personally, I don't want media piling onto people because in this day and age, I don't think that's fair, really and truly. Apart from if you're Anthony and you're taking the absolute piss. But with Trent Alexander Arnold, you remember towards the end of last season when he had that interview with ITV and they basically said, You're getting a lot of criticism about your defending. What are you going to do about it? And look at the season. He's done the and he's been generational. Chat to me about Trent as a player because he's proven to be one of the best fullbacks in the 21st century. And for me, that's not if, but, and maybes. One of the best. Only Cafu and Dan, Danny Alves are the only three fullbacks, right fullbacks in the 21st century that you can comfortably say that I've been better than him. Don't bring me no Zabaleta. Don't bring me no Brandon Slavovanovic. Because if you do, you're lying to yourself. I'm very right, sorry. Trent, uh, just, uh, Trent is a fucking galactical fan. This guy can play for Real Madrid. Yeah, easily. Ivanovic and Zabaleta are not galacticals. <laughs> Trent, Trent Alexander fucking Arnold is a galactical. People understand here. The levels to the shit. Not everyone can be a galactical fam. If you can imagine checking the room, the dressing room, yeah, as one of the top dogs, he's the guy. He's and he's going, and his mentality will already be at that level. Fam, like, ain't, ain't no fucking Reese James. Reece, what is Reese James chat? Me, 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 me. Fam, what has Reese James done since 2021, bro? Not much, bro. To be fair, he's getting his hamstring in um, surgery now, so hopefully. But even if he was playing yeah. at his best, he cannot chat to Trent, bro. Um, Trent and the... 2017 to 2020, yeah. Reese James has not come close, even when he was fit. People, and that's not, that's not a slight on Reese James. I know, yeah, but, but Chelsea fans like, like to put him in them conditions. Oh, Bam, Reese James ain't done that. What Trent did from 2017 to 2020, yeah, Reese James wishes he did half of that shit, bro. Premier League title, Champions League, Club World Cup, FA Cup, Carlin Cup. Come off it, bro. Best right back in, hit in, the, in, in Europe right now, bro. Let me to understand, bro. Also, Liverpool, yeah, pay the boy what he's worth, man. Oh, yeah, 100%. We need yeah, to pay him what he's worth as soon as bro. possible. I'm hearing it as like a, a euro two left from like, like a crunky from for the cash, bro. Well, for that crunky, I'm I'm seeing Faisal doing um Real Madrid's bidding. He needs to stop. <laughs> he needs to stop it. Don't let don't let me send the scouts ultras on him, bro. He needs to Faisal. You need to stop it, bro. From lives are going from Madrid. Need that 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 from Trent and Bellingham link up. Why? Then pass play crosses into Bellingham. And, and then maybe finally Gal Southgate can see sense and see like all oh, raw. Maybe Trent and Bellingham would work well together. But bro, look, listen, that's a topic. Yeah, but, but back back to Trent, yeah, formidable, fam. Like every time he's been beat down, he comes back stronger, fam. Mentality, fam. Like, in football, mentality you take you a long way. Especially like we we were talk we talk about all the greats and all back in the day, the players were better. But what they had over the new generation, mentality, fam. They didn't need a coach to g yeah. them up. They yeah. didn't need a coach to motivate them. Fam, the coach you give them preparation, they'll be like, cool, take it from here, don't worry. The greats, Vieira, 
the men's sports dressing room, they said we, we ran ourselves. Roy Keane. Roy Keane ran, ran on the pitch. John Terry. John Terry, Lampard, they ran themselves, bro. Marino would, would do the prep. They'll be like, we got you, Gaffer. We got you, fam. We'll do and our Trent team. is in that elk. Because look, he's even vice captain of Liverpool. He's not he's not the vice captain because he's a scouser. He's a vice captain because he's a leader. Yeah, the best players, they run themselves. That's what the coach is saying. They take the coach's instructions and tell the gaffer, gaffer, we got you, relax. If anything, have your input. But 90% of the time, we're gonna run ourselves. We can manage this. That's the level, sir. There's levels to this shit. And that's what these young players need to understand, bro. That, that's, that's the thing I, I don't know about young players nowadays, son. They're always looking at the coach to do something for them. Oh, I need an overlapping fullback. Oh, I need my hand held by my my, 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 my my partner in midfielder. That's one thing I hate about the new generation, fam. Never want to take accountability for themselves. Every day, the coach, the coach, the coach. You are responsible for yourself. The coach is just, just, just there to prep you, fam. Hold you there for preparation and tactical tweaks. Not, not there to hold your fucking hand for barking instructions, fam. Get out the mud yourself. And that's what separates the good from the best ever, fam. Those are levels of shit. That's one thing I give the nostalgia merchants, son. Back in the day, yeah, I have to give them that as well. All those war, fam. They didn't need no, 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 no manager to hold their hand, fam. Whereas Dino, you think he's 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 was looking at Van Rijkaard right here for answers in the game, fam. I'll work this out myself. He was Ronaldo. like, give me, he's like, give me the ball. I'm gonna make something happen. Ronaldo in heyday. Give me the ball. I'm gonna make something happen. Even Rooney, yeah. His thing was, give me the instructions. I'm a. I'm gonna follow them. I'm gonna I'm do my. I'm gonna do my thing for him. Because Rooney, yeah, he, he his evolution was I'm gonna do all the dirty work for Ronaldo, and he's gonna get yeah. out. Of but but Rooney did the dirty work and still put on numbers, son. And the, and the, and the thing is with with Wayne Rooney, with players like him, I love this digression. He went on Sky Sport and they'll talk about the um oh seven oh eight team. They're just like, yeah, I did doggies for Cristiano Ronaldo, and then they ask him, he's like. You were a world-class player. You're one of the best players in the world. Did you feel bad about doing doggies? And we just turned to him and just like, look, listen, I wasn't stupid. I know the quality of Cristiano Ronaldo. He's going to win us games. And if that means I need to work hard for him so he can win us games and score us 42 goals a season, I'm going to do it. He didn't need Ferguson to bark down his ear. He, he was smart enough to know that, bro, we have a generational, one of the best players ever playing in my team. Really Let me work hard for him. Number some. He still put double figures in goals, double figures in assists. He still ramp numbers, and especially in this modern day, it would, would probably he'd be playing like as a, as a wide playmaker. But he, he was putting up numbers, fourteen goals. I, I remember the Oscar seventeen. He had fourteen goals, twelve assists from like was essentially playing left wing. Essentially, in this modern day, we would call him a wide wide playmaker slash winger of that ilk. But he put up fourteen goals, twelve assists. I remember correctly. It was one, did he get the most assists last season? Or it was one of the highest. I think he got the highest. Him, him, him and Fabregas were neck and neck. Another but generation of guy, at 18 midfielder running games against world class players. He doing it, Wenger. Oh, you need to be here when the ball up, bro. Fam, the best just it's all about prep. Manages to, to just to prep you, fam. From then on, yeah, you're on your own, fam. Get out of the mud. Do the working out, fam. It's like it's again a mass problem, fam. Use the method, get to the fucking answer, fam. Use your brain. Think, think. And that, 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 that's what I'm going to the sergeant merchants, fam. The, them, them guys back in the day. They didn't need no one in the fucking old game barking, barking. Even look at the, even look at Benalfa, even a little Benalfa when Emery was, Emery was barking. He was like, shut the fuck up, bro. Let us play, bro. Even a, even a Benalfa who in this modern day and age, you wouldn't class as generational. But that was mentality back then, bro. You just had to prep me. I'm gonna do my thing. I have solutions. Shut the fuck up. Nowadays, making excuses for players talking about they need this, they need that, they need this. 
if you're if you're a bowler, you're gonna bowl regardless. Yep. You're gonna yeah, you're, 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 you're one of the best. And and Trent Trent is doing it in terms of mentality, he's a throwback. But the second Liverpool player I want to talk to, talk about, and look, he needs to get his respect as soon as possible. I do not care what anybody says. You might you can compare it to as all you compare to that. Me, I don't really care about who you compare him to. But when we're talking about one of the best players in Premier League history, his name is there. I don't care what anyone says. Mohamed Salah, bro, this season, this calendar year, top five leagues, he has the most assists. In terms of most goals, he's one of the highest. Again, last season, he got a double-double and it was a bad season. And then now he's in the top 10 most goals in Premier League history. He has scored 200 goals plus goals for Liverpool, one of five players to do so. Okay. But we're talking about one of the best players in Premier League history. If you're making a top 20 or top 15 best players in Premier League history, Mo Salah gets in there easily. And anyone who disagrees, come at me and I'll argue with you. Because, bro, don't be telling me no David Ginola. You know how some nostalgia merchants like chatting nonsense. I was even seeing back in the day people saying... Uh, Robin and um, Damien Duff. I'm not even going to entertain that because I think that their man were just trolling. I'll be honest. I can't believe I fell for that. But bro, Mo Salah. And when you're talking about mentality, he's one player that you're yeah, about to say. Origin. He's one player mentality as well. With him, he doesn't need to cl- club to t- tell him to do stuff. When, when Liverpool do poorly, you saw when we drew back to back against, or I don't know if you follow it, when we drew back to back against Arsenal and Manchester United, straight away he posted, he just like, we know we shouldn't be drawing this game, we know we're messing up. Boom. When you when you ask Mo Salah about the title, um, what Liverpool aspirations are, the title, he's he's not hiding. Be like, oh, it's a transition season, we've lost, bro. He's saying title straight, even after last season, at the start of the season, title. Trent as well, he was saying title mentality. Also, also. They back their chat. They back their chat. They, they, they don't fucking pretend that if they say we're gonna get out of the mud, no matter the handicap, we are gonna grind, we're gonna fight to the end. Liverpool be there, thereabouts. Even if, if, if Man City are, are five points ahead, Liverpool are gonna make sure Man City have to win every damn game if they won that title with them. They're not gonna get selling us on a, a silver platter. Liverpool can be five points behind going into the last eight games. They ain't gonna give up. Don't make sure to win as much games as possible, yeah. So that Man City will not won't have it easy for them. They won't give Man City a silver platter. And that's what separates pretenders from actual shooters. Um, you, you, Liverpool, if Liverpool are five points behind Man City going to the final eight games, I trust you guys to win every game to make sure Man City cannot win every game. Yeah. Yeah. Like even, even Salah's mentality, Adam Roy as well, got turfed out of Chelsea. Mourinho made him cry. That's enough here for certain players to crumble here yeah, and just become a journeyman. But he went to Fiorentina, walled out, got to move to Roma permanently. He told Charles, I want to leave. I'm going to Roma. Then for two seasons, yeah, he was Roma's best player alongside Jekyll. And he hit double figures both seasons. Second season, he did, he did, he did double, double. Double, 50, double. 13 assists. Came to Liverpool and said, yeah, I'm back in the Premier League. I'm not sure that I'm, I'm great. First season back, 32 goals, 10 assists. Bro, bro, broke the scoring record in his first season. Bro, he's one of the few players that has a Ronaldo S mentality. And what I mean by that is he knows he's good and he's not afraid to say it. And yeah. the thing is, people might call that cocky, but when you back it up, bro, it's not cocky at all. <laughs> it's just I, saying the truth. I, I, I remember his first season back, they were like, oh, purple patch. I'm thinking, what the fuck do you mean purple patch? 32 goal test, this is, is a one-off season, bro. Fuck you mean? And he scored 20 minimum ever since. But he joined uh, in 2017, we're in 2023 now. His worst ever tally in the Premier League season since he's come back is 19. 
And then he backs up with assists as well, supplements. So it's like, cool. He's putting up winger numbers anyway. Consistently. Like, he, he's another guy. Our local fans are saying, oh, he, 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 needs, he needs strength to overlap him. Mm-hmm. Or he needs, um, he needs Hendo to, to, to hold his hand. Mm-hmm. No, it's just that. Like, give him the ball. We'll make shit happen. Fam. Nah, I fully agree. Like, there's, there's levels to this thing. There's levels, man. Like, people need to understand there's levels to this to this, to this, to this, to this football thing. Like, those levels, fam. These, these levels have been set by Pep and Klopp. And that's what any team wants to challenge you to aspire to. Forget, forget Arsenal. Forget Spurs. If anyone wants to get to, a, wants to win a Premier League title, the levels that you need to aspire to is Man City and Liverpool. And that's why this season I said, if you want to win a title and you're the third team who's trying to nip it in and, you know, win that title, your your blueprint is Liverpool from 2018 to 2020 because that's the thing closest attainable to any club in this league because Liverpool have the fans that Man City have. Liverpool have Klopp in his own right, who's a great coach, but Pep is the best ever for him. So if that's the machine you're going up against, like, if that's the machine you're going up against, those levels have to reach. And... I trust Liverpool with the right recruitment in the next six months. You guys can get out to those levels, in my honest opinion. So, um, if I'm a Liverpool fan right now, I'm licking my lips, thinking, "Yeah, second, we can secure that because Arsenal ain't serious." Nah, I I, I fully agree with that. At this present point, like I watch your game today, and I'm just like, "Look, listen, tomorrow we need to take advantage. We need to make sure we beat Newcastle, create a buffer on Arsenal because create a buffer as early as possible." And be licking my lips because everything you just said, I agree with in terms of the mentality. And it's crazy because like you've you've probably seen it and you've probably noticed it. Football now has become you've seen a lot of fans talk like tacticals, but then when we hear pundits like. Paul Scholes, Rio Ferdinand, Gary Neville, Roy Keane, they talk about like mentality, mentality, mentality. And before I used to be like, bro, these guys are dated. Like they don't know that football has changed. But we're actually seeing that they're actually right. Like these guys did not win all these Premier Leagues for no reason. It's not as if the Premier League was crap back in the day. It wasn't. It was still a very good league. It was probably even better back in the day. I think it's better now, but each to their own. But the mentality won in those games. But if you go back to watch some of United seasons, there'll be so many games where they didn't play well, but they got the three points onto the next, didn't play well, three points onto the next. So, bro, mentality of these players, oh, yeah. mentality of players like Salah, Van Dijk, Allison, Trent, that's what separates Liverpool. Because look, at the end of the day, it sounds like Liverpool have been amazing this season. You've been speaking to me in text. How how often am I happy with the Liverpool performance from minute one to minute 90? Hardly ever. Yeah, because because those four guys you mentioned here, no matter the context, no matter if Klopp is struggling tactically with Saturn or were handicapped, their mentality is we are going to fight toward the end. We're going to churn out these performances. At the end of the day, that's, that's one thing I hate, hate about modern fans. Son. Modern fans love pointing fingers at the coach or allowing players high man coaches. And, and, and I see it in certain scenarios. Son. Even look at, even look at, let me look at Man U, for example. Ten Hag is struggling here, but players are hiding behind the coach to excuse their poor execution, bro, or their poor performances, or their poor application, or their poor mentality. This modern football, one thing that's pissing me off the most is fans allowing get away players, with murder. Allowing players to hide behind the coach. Right? Get away with murder. If the coach is prepping the team off for eighty percent of the time, yeah, I'm sorry, the other twenty percent, bail out your coach sometimes, right? Take take responsibility, please. Hundred percent. 
take responsibility, please. Because I'm happy you mentioned Ten Hag. Look, listen, I'm not even going to get onto him because we talk about how crap he is. But bro, the players that we get onto at United, we're getting onto them under Oli. We're getting on the onto them under Jose. We're getting onto them under Louis Van Gaal. The ones that were still there, players like Luke Shaw. Getting on onto them under Ralph Ragnick. What's the common denominator? The players. Yes, Ten Hag is crap. Don't get it twisted. We're not going to do a sing and dance, uh, song and dance about it. Just listen to our last episodes. He's crap. But bro, some of these players, Rashford, some of the things we're getting onto him now, we're getting onto him five years ago. Bruno, we've been getting, he, he treats the ball like hot potato. Luke Shaw, he plays well once and then plays crap for five games. Bro, like, the mentality of these of these modern day players like it's crazy how this episode has gone from a half season review to us like getting onto modern day players because at the end of the day a lot of them get away with murder 100 because i'm tired of it from like every minute oh the coach is doing this wrong oh the, 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 so if the players are last not to be perfect here how can the coach has to be perfect with this hand bro? like are am both of them human like who can actually alter the result on the pitch the players or the coach Players, you're the ones kicking the ball. Because all, all, the, all the coach can do is prep the, the, the team well. But if the coach is getting the preparation correct for 80, 90% of the time, yeah, that final 10, 20% yeah, sometimes give the coach grace. Especially if the coach has a track record of preparing the team well. And you can come back from the majority of the coach's time they're being, he set the team up well today, they messed up. Like fans are scared to say the players messed up today. Every day, as I said, the players nowadays are happy to have behind the coach, fam. Like, you look, look, look at Charles back in the day. They said, no, maybe the coaches here, we're going to win. Bro, there were a John Terry penalty away from winning the Champions League with Avram Grant as a coach. Do you think Avram Grant outclassed Sir Alex Ferguson? No, he didn't. He didn't outclass no Sir Alex Ferguson. It was the players. Peter Cech even said it between 04 and, 20, and 2012. They managed themselves. Maybe, yes, there was that when they had Ancelotti, he was world-class. At Jose, he was world-class. Even Ancelotti, yeah, his managing style is... Let the man, his man, yeah, he let the play. Bro, he, John Terry even said under Ancelotti, he called him Lampard, I think Drogba. Just like, okay, for the next couple of weeks, I want you guys to to come up with a training session. And they're thinking, raw like this is weird. He gave the players responsibility. So, bro, it's it's <laughs> it's modern day players, and it's I think we need to be stricter with them because I think the biggest example is Bukayo Saka. And bro, you you know me. I rate Saka I mean, from I rate Saka highly from. I've been fighting for him to get the respect he deserves. And now his supporters here, especially some Arsenal fans, want 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 to allow him to have on Arteta fan. Nope. And the thing is, his supporters and his biggest supporters were fighting for him to be called world class, bro. World class players when they get when they play poorly, people get onto them because they are world class. You expect world class performances from them. That mini patch this season, I think it was a two, three games period where Haaland was missing chances. People were getting onto him. People were like, saying people were, were talking they were his name, you know. I've been King, relax. But one he of is the getting chances himself. He's sitting exactly. out chances, bro. But this is what work. So I feel like now we need like the standards, they need to be set, like they proper need to be set. And quick shout out to Hyle as well, to be fair. You remember at the end of last season, he was saying Arsenal need to get players like James Milner, Elkai Gunnuen, not even because of the quality, because of the mentality that they bring into the dressing room. And look at us 20 games weeks later, we're essentially saying the same thing. So shout out Hyle, man. It's how it's consistent with his with his, with his, with his views. Like him, he was like, cool, allow young players to develop. Yeah. Pressure. So for him, I can respect that. But for me and other people, you know, we have put stuck on the pedestal, or even the last of we put my turn on the pedestal. At some point, 
you need to get out the mud for him because back in the day, there was none of this overlapping fullback nonsense. Actually, Cole, yeah, was a great fullback. He was great going forward, but his main job was to defend, bro. His yeah. main job wasn't, wasn't, wasn't there to hold Perez's hand for him. <laughs> uh, Vieira, yeah, when he was bombing forward, yeah, he wasn't thinking about Perez. Perez was thinking, yeah, I'm bombing forward. I, I, I'm trying to do something. Perez, yeah, he'll get the ball out wide. He'll make something happen. 100%. But the young he wasn't as gifted there, yeah, but he was at the back post or at the near post, yeah, trying to step for that chance, bro. I remember clearly yeah, the away game to you guys, 0-1-0-2. The goal he scored to, to score the winner. He ran from the right-hand side there to meet the cross, bro. And he scored the damn winner for him. The only thing I was talking about is it's about, it's, it's about, it's about um, initiative. 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 They didn't even to tell him, oh, I need you to run from your... your, 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 your. Every time there's a cross from the left-hand side there, I need you to bust a gut to meet... Even if you don't, even if the ball doesn't come to you, I need you to bust a gut here and make sure that you're there in case it falls to you. Nowadays, if people are talking about, oh, I, it's, I, think, I think it's instructions why he's not making a run to the post or, or, or to the near post. What? What? You're telling me the coach is to actively tell the players, oh, don't bust your neck here to, to meet. To, he's to not, come man. To like, man. Like, make too many excuses for players nowadays, man. Too many excuses for him. It's, it's crazy. But bro, before before we round up, there's one topic I actually want to speak about, and it links into the 2023 review. I feel like we talked we talked about Pep, but arguably the best manager or the best surprise manager this season or this calendar year, Unai Emery. But not even that. Look at what Villa are doing. Look at the unbeaten record at home. Look at where they are in the league. Then look at Everton. Look at how much they've outperformed at this stage last season with a 10-point deduction. I want to chat about very briefly, how good Unai and Sean Dyche have been and how much of an indictment that is on Frank Lampard and Steven Gerrard. Because, bro, look at the... Like, if you could go back to last season, the way we're talking about Everton, we're saying they need to go down. The way we're talking about Villa, overrated team and players are not that great. Now Villa are, what, third? Everton should be 11th, 10th, or even 12th. They've outperformed last season by 11 points with a 10-point deduction. Bro, chat to me about those four coaches because for me, Gerard and Lampard, unless they drastically change and improve, which Gerard isn't, should not be getting jobs in the Premier League. Well, Lampard needs to become, needs to become a director of football. He has great eye for talent. Like, he does, to be fair. That's especially that. He needs to dead this coaching thing. You are a director of football, bro. You know how to negotiate, how, how you convince Habits to join Chelsea, right, right, right. That's you. as well. Yeah, that's you. Like, like someone said, Harry Redknapp, yeah, his uncle. Harry Redknapp used to pull Lampard to the side and be like, bro, this managing team, it's not for you, bruv. If we're from the coaches, he's either at youth level, that's it, that, that, that's, it that's his ceiling for him, under 21 level or youth level. Or that's he what, actually needs to earn his stripes properly because nah, he's not... I, I, I generally think, yeah, the guy's just not a good coach. I, I, I generally think he's not a good coach, bro. So you don't, you don't think if he... Because I feel like he tried to do the Russian thing, like... He tried to like go straight to the top, but not everyone is an Alonso, not everyone is an Ateta, who not everyone is a Pep when he first started. Who, when they're young, you get into a good job and you do well straight away. You don't think that if he went to the Championship, Ship or League One and earned his stripes, he could. Bro, Derby was at Derby into 1819. Man had, you know, he's one of the reasons why Derby are, are in financial straits and are in League One for him. They overspent that year, yeah, bankrolling and getting promotion, and he lost to Villa. Now, he even had his Cobham links. Tomori, yeah, Tomori, Mason Mount, Tammy. Hey. No, no, Tammy was Villa, wasn't he? Yeah, Tammy was Villa, but Tammy was Villa. Tammy was Villa. Were tipped to come top two, 
and they came fifth and lost the playoff final. Like from then on, you're like, he ain't levels, bro. Like Lampard, I genuinely think he's not a good coach. You're, you you are a technical director, director of football. Well, someone if, if I'm his boy, I'm like, bro, forget the managing team, but you make a great director of football or a great ta- talent development. Go be a one of England's the, the, um, talent talent development people from technical director for England, talent management, something like that. That's his forte. Gerard, the guy's just not good for him. He has no future in football. He needs to be a pundit. I'm sorry, you cannot go to Saudi Arabia, yeah? And he think, hasn't won a game in two months. And he's talking about more signings, bro. Bro, you should, you should, beg, you should beg it to keep your job out about signings. If I'm his own, I'm like, brother, you dare beg for players. I'll, I'll hand you a P for if I write right there and then for the audacity, even. And bro, look at the Look at the what he was doing. He was playing Ollie Watkins left wing. He was pl- signing um, players like Buendia, Philip Coutinho. Emery came just like, bro, this is a league that needs PMP, Leon Bailey, Musa Diaby. And look at how much better they're doing. Like, bro, like, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's just an indictment Gerard, on how poor yeah. they are. Gerard has no future in football. At least Lampard, you can say, you actually have eye for talent. You can be that to a football or some sort of a role of talent development. But Gerard, it's not for TNT Sports 1230. Right. Coming up with Ferdinand. Bro, genius. Or ambassador at Liverpool firm. You're not a coach. Mm-hmm. Not yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly, exactly. When when we go to Singapore and then places there. Yeah, yeah. Gerard has no future in football. Meet the fans. Yeah, he has no legend, future. Though. Big up Gerard. Yeah, legend, 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 legend. But he has no future. At least Lampard, yeah, he has some certain skills that can work in the boardroom as a technical director. But Gerard, no future firm. No future. The guy's, the guy's a disgrace. No, no eye for talent. Can't manage. Be a pundit. Tactically, he's not there. Comfort. Yeah, and it is Lampard that has some ideas about execution was diabolical fan and, and, and management is diabolical as well. But Gerard has nothing, just aura man fan. Aura man, that's what he is from aura man. Just walking puff up puff, puff chest. That's that's it, fam. Brother, go do that in the, in the boardroom, yeah, as an ambassador from trying to get sponsors from. That, that's, that, that's what you should be doing, fam. Boardroom fam. That, that's your future in football. Ambassador, boardroom, or go work on TNT Sports and click, click the check fam. But outside that, Gerard, it's not for you, fam. Football's not for you, fam. Like Someone's pulling him aside and be like, brother, ambassador, or go be a pundit. Forget the football team, fam. Forget it. Yeah, fully agree. But look, Nana, we've we've had a very long episode. It's been a good one. It's been I'm sure this has been therapy for you. But bro, look, this is this is to 2024. Let's see what it has in store for us. But unfortunately, I feel like we're just gonna see the same team win the league. It won't be one of us. I felt I, I, I felt like we would have been. At least good. you know the issue you know, of your team, yeah, with with, with reinforcements, you'd be up back up there, fam. Yeah. Mentality the hardest thing to change in football, fam. If mentality incorrect, yeah. you're handicapped. True. Well, guys, take care.